Hi, I'm Mary Susan, and welcome to the Mommy Magic Podcast. Season three, today's topic, sip, savor, and repeat. How owning a wine truck spreads good spirit and cheer. Jen Campmeyer is a single mom turned entrepreneur, leaving a six-figure corporate America position in 2007, and she hasn't looked back since. Jen has a tenacious passion for detail and excellence and blazing new trails, leading her to a portfolio of starting over 13 businesses so far. Jen's hunger for entrepreneurship a young age at seven years old, and she hasn't been satisfied yet. Jen's most recent venture, Vino Mobile Bar, is the first independent wine truck in America. Jen has been nominated twice for Indy's Best and Brightest, earned the title of Show Manager of the Year, was runner-up for the Starkey Entrepreneurial Woman Award, and made Humans of Indy Top 10 Most Interesting People in 2016. When she isn't working, you'll find Jen at the ballpark cheering on her son or sitting on her back porch enjoying a glass of vino with her husband. Welcome, Jen. Hey there, Mary Susan. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for hopping on this podcast. You are for sure, when I think of somebody who has the most, it's such incredible talent and energy for starting new creative businesses. You are one of the very first people who come to my mind. And I'm so grateful that you are willing to give your time and, and um, your insight because you really have done incredible things. So thank you so much. Oh my goodness. I, I just, I just love talking with you. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Oh my goodness. Well, we've known each other for a long time. We kind of go back. We, we've overlapped in a lot of different arenas. You um, were the creator and the starter of a, of a, um, of a family kid expo um, that was unbelievably successful. And you were kind enough to have me as your keynote speaker at that. And everything you do is just you're remarkable of having kind of this golden touch of, of creating things that that resonate with people. Um, you know, because you've had so many different interesting um, opportunities that you you have been involved in. Can you start walking us through your story and and kind of share with us uh, what led you to this purpose of being an entrepreneurial in this particular work? Yeah, absolutely. And, and thank you for those kind sentiment words. I really appreciate that coming from you. I, I really appreciate that because you are amazing as well, my friend. You definitely are. Oh, well, um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely. So really, the passion comes from it. It's pretty simple. Growing up, I never had a parent who went to, and went to the eight to five job. Um, I grew up with parents who saw a passion for a need in our community to start a business. And that's what they did. So that kind of led into my goals of what did I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, and, you know, at the ripe age of seven, I started my very first business. It was a gumball route. Do you remember back in the day, Mary Susan, when you put a quarter in the little and crank it around and that would. Oh my gosh. I like, I lived for that. Like if you went to your mom's hairdresser or someplace yes. like that, you would like beg for a nickel or dime or a quarter, whatever it was. I love that. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that was, like I said, that was age of seven. And then I got the little, you know, small business bug and it just kept growing. And um, the, the co company that you most reference that probably the folks here in, you know, Indianapolis area would be aware of is I started the, the very uh, first maternity baby and toddler expo show here in Indianapolis. And then we grew that within 15 months of inception to four other cities. So we did Chicago, Denver, Des Moines, 
um, in Austin and then also including here. Um, so it, it was it was a really good run. It was fun. Um, so thankful that you were able to be a part of that journey too. And like you said, you're, you are our, our keynote speaker. Um, and it was great to be able to market small business owners. I am such a huge advocate of small business owners here within our area, within other cities as well too. And it really allowed them to come out, show their wares and goods um, for that segment and market. So I truly enjoyed doing it. Well, you did a phenomenal job and it resonated uh, with moms everywhere and families everywhere. Um, and, you know, kind of curious how you made the leap uh, from kind of being in the parent family arena to this exciting new uh, opportunity that you have with starting the Vino Wine Bar, which by the way, I mean, during COVID or after COVID <laughs> or around COVID or post COVID, what a genius thing to, to, um, to create and be a part of. And you're the first one in the United States, which to walk me through that, because that is phenomenal. Yep. So I'll go back to your question where you asked, you know, how do I come up? When do I come up with these businesses? And really, people come up with businesses on different reasons. Mine truly follow the growth of my child. And I know that may sound different for some people, but when he was a young toddler, I created the baby expo um, up until, you know, he got into his, you know, younger kid years and I went ahead and sold it. And then I kind of lost phase of that. So then I created the ladies expo. And so it was focusing on women and pampering them. And now that he's, he's a teenager, um, quite frankly, I like to drink wine. And so does every single person listening who has a teenager. So, right. Absolutely. Okay. So it just, it just went hand in hand. And I thought, well, at first, Mary Susan, I really wanted a margarita truck, which is completely not an option here in our state of Indiana. Okay, so and why? So, because I love margaritas. I, I would know. be down for that too. Okay, I so what, what, why? Why? It deals with the licensing, the ATC okay. licensing. So it's just not even an option. It, it is an option if you actually own a brick and mortar, but I don't own a brick and mortar, have no desire to ever own a brick and mortar. Right. So okay. you, you have to go into a different classification. And so once we get that all situated, um, then it was a matter of, well, what type of contraption are we going to be driving around while we're pouring it? And so, um, my husband and I, we settled on an old school bus and, um, my husband, my dad and I, we gutted it, put it back together again. And we have two of them now. And the first one is Vinny. And the second one is a little Ford Transit called Vito. So we have Vinny and Vito part of our family now. I love it. And by the way, you're totally underselling it. You have to go follow Jen um, on, on her website. And you can tell everybody at the end where we're going to find you. But go to her Instagram, go to her Facebook, go to her website. You have to check it out because Vinny and Vito are adorable. You have gutted this to be like the cutest mobile wine bar ever. And I, <laughs> I love it. Like it is like super fun. And what a genius um, idea. So, okay, walk us through uh, a day in the life of what that looks like for you. I know you're doing events and I know you have a big event coming up in May. Yes. Um, kind of a sip and pour. So kind of walk us through that. So what we're doing is we, we do all different types of events. So we do private events, we do public events, concerts, which are thankfully coming back again, which is great. Um, we do uh, graduation parties, which are coming up again. Um, we will do like citywide, like this, we're going to be at, you know, different cities, Carmel, Zionsville doing their type, participating in their activities as well. Um, so really, yeah, I mean, you can hire us for a neighborhood party and re referencing back to what you referred to Mary Susan about COVID. 
we did a lot of COVID private neighborhood parties last year um, because people just wanted to get so social distance, have a glass of wine, you know, scream at your neighbors from six feet away. Um, yeah. But they just needed that interaction. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, this year the calendar is filling up quite quickly. A lot of the weddings move from 2020 to 2021. So we're, we're booked quite a few. Um, but really, I think the life of being on the wine truck is, is you know, there's, there's the unloading of it. You know, there's the administration part of it. There's the actually setting up of it once you get to the event. And then the fun happens. You really get to pour and meet and all these amazing interaction with people there, all main strains of life. And then you come home and you, you scrub it down and you clean it and you're on to the next event. So it, it's blood, sweat and tears. It truly is. Um, Vinny doesn't have air conditioning, so it's a little hot on there. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. That would be a problem for premenopausal me. But um, but I love, uh, you are a hustler. I mean, since the day I've met you, and I think most entrepreneurs resonate with that. If you are any type of, of entrepreneurship, it takes, you are everything. You are all those people. You're from the ground up, right? Like CEO down to scrubbing down um, the, the wine truck. Um, but you said something that's super interesting, especially during COVID. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious on, you know, the aspect of humanity that you kind of touched on, because I see it as like, you're almost doing a public service. People need, <laughs> people need wine and people need to see each other. Yes. Right? So you provided this, this, um, this vehicle, literally, you provided yeah. the vehicle with wine to bring people together in a safe capacity yes. and to kind of forget about all the stress. I'm curious on what your take on was from that. And, and you know, what, what lesson did you take away or learn from that in the midst of, of the pandemic? Because you were right there in the middle of, of watching it unfold yep. um, as people are trying to cope, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like we... The wine truck really didn't, I'm going to say it slowed down for, let's say, 60% of our stuff, all the public stuff. But then the other aspect of it, the private events, that's where we just kept moving moving forward with. And it was really interesting being able to be part of that and seeing how people interacted with life and how they were working through situations. But I will tell you that when the wine truck pulled up, there were a lot of smiles. There were, it's like, oh, oh fresh of breath air. This is great. Thank you so much. And you will see people start to get, people were very timid during COVID. Do I high five you, elbow you? What do I do? I know you're my next door neighbor. Am I supposed to hug you, not hug you, stand by you? But I'm going to tell you, after you have a glass of wine or two, you get a little relaxed. I love it. You get loose. <laughs> get a little loose. I love it. Yeah. So um, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. We didn't care. It, you just be yourself. Um but it was, it was pure joy to see these people, you know, who have been in their house for 30, 40 days or, you know, including children on top of it. Um, <laughs> they just exactly. needed <laughs> They just yeah, needed right. So you literally ro rolled up and brought joy. I, I love that. And um, I can't think of anything better in the midst of all this. And even, you know, as we're coming out of this pandemic or finding a new normal is what I should say. Mm -hmm. um, we have a new Shake Shack where I live. I know. And it is so fun to see hundreds of people line up around the block. Mm -hmm. I think to myself, okay, would I wait in line for a burger pre-COVID? Probably not. Will I do it now? Yeah, because you know Absolutely. what? I love seeing people. Like I, lines yep. to me now used to be annoying. And now they're like, you know what? How great is it that we're all standing in line for a burger? Exactly. Okay, I'm so with you. A different perspective, a different mentality, um, you know, coming out of, of um, 
this pandemic. So super, I, I've got to just ask while I'm thinking about it. So do you charge per pour, per bottle? Like somebody, you know, who wants to, um, who wants to have you come to either their private party or come to their neighborhood? How do, how do they, how do they plan for that? Yeah, and I appreciate you asking that question. So there's really three different pricing models that we have. We have an all cash bar, which means we we have a small fee that is paid up front by the host or whoever, the event coordinator. We roll up and then it's a cash bar. So the individual guests pay, you know, for their glass of wine or their beer. Then we can do a hybrid or a combo. We find Mary Susan, we find a lot of the weddings are going towards this where they'll have an open bar for maybe an hour or two hours and then it flips over to cash. Or we're doing some events this fall for corporations where they're giving their guests two tickets to redeem, and then the rest is cash on their own. Gotcha. And then okay. the third, yep. And then the third option is the host uh, takes on the entire uh, package and pays for it themselves for all of their guests. So their guests essentially are, are enjoying an open bar for the evening or day. That's exciting. And how many different wines do you offer? Do you... Do you um, mm-hmm. Do you choose the wines? Does the person who's hosting, like, how does that work? Yep, can work, a, can work a myriad of different ways. At all times, if we're going to be rolling out to, say, like a concert or a neighborhood, or to, we have four different types of wines. We have a sweet Moscato because Mary Susan, we live in a sweet state. Our palates are sweet in this state. Yep, yep. I like <laughs> it. Hey, I, yeah, I'm yep. all for it. Absolutely. Then we have a buttery Chardonnay, a Pinot Noir, and then a Cabernet. And then we typically either have either two domestic beers or craft with the domestic. Now, getting back to your part B of your question, can we specialize wines? Absolutely. And where we'll find that specifically is maybe a higher end corporate event or a wedding where they specifically say, you know, we want this brand, we want this type. And that's fine because we work with several distributors where we're able to go ahead and, you know, come through with their, their wine list that they need. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I love that you offer beer because, you know, sometimes you want a beer instead Correct. of wine. I mean, the, it's about the coming together and that you're offering this this amazing service of, of fun, like the vehicle of fun. And, you know, it I is. always say fun is fun. Like, it don't make it any harder than that. Like, so, Absolutely. Um, well, I also, I also want to tag on something else, too, here. Now for this year, they because, again, we can only do wine and beer. Um, normally, when you pour a margarita, you're pouring from a spirit base. But, however, there are two companies now in the United States that have uh, fully distributed wine-based margaritas. Uh, different flavors of it. So we now have that on the wine truck for different events, which is going to be great exactly for the month of May. Hello, uh, Cinco de Mario and whatnot. Yes, that's Um, amazing. Yep. And we also do a lot of uh, wine cans. Wine cans are back again. They were the trend for 2017 and they kind of went away and now they're back again for 2021. I love it. I think that's fantastic. I cannot wait to have you roll up in my neighborhood. I am going to, I am going to host something just to, so I can have the vino wine bar. I am so excited. So this is fantastic. Um, you know, because you have started business, you've sold, you create new businesses. You know, what advice would you have to somebody who maybe has this idea and just doesn't maybe have the confidence to take that leap of faith? Uh, but, you know, especially after um, re, uh, reorganizing, mm-hmm. uh, everybody's kind of rethinking themselves or their business mm-hmm. after COVID. What advice would you have? So a couple of things with that, and, and I'll, I'll name them and I'll come back and talk about them individually. So the first thing is, is research, researching your soul, researching who you are as a human, what you can do, and also researching the actual business idea that you have. The next one is getting mentors and, and getting into a group of confident men or women that you feel that you can talk to confidentially. 
So when I talk about, let me go back and talk about researching here. So I break that down into two different brackets. Um, you've got to be what I knew full forth going into this, Mary Susan, that this was not <laughs> for, for the, for the easy here. This is hardcore. I mean, I just mentioned earlier that there's no air conditioning on Vinny. Uh, really there can't be because there's a big window. So that would be, you know, preclude the whole, the whole idea of that. But I knew that it, it's not the faint of heart. So there it's late nights, it's early mornings, it's lifting, you know, heavy wine cases, which I'm not boohooing me. I just knew going into this that I had to step up. This is what I'm going to have to do. And it is. So really, I mean, if you're thinking about starting a brick and mortar, do you really want to be tied there? Do you have small children? Where, where What's your lifestyle? Do you want to retire in a few years? So all ideas that you need to think about. Research meaning research that exact business. So I did a lot of research. There wasn't a wine truck out there that I could build the model off with. So I had to come off of something myself. However, there are other uh, business models out there that uh, an entrepreneur could be thinking about. Use those as, you know, your safeguard to start putting the pillars around in the foundation of what you want to do. Um, with that research, make sure you talk to legal people. Make sure you go with legal entities that you trust that can get you set up the right way because the, the last thing you want to do is set up your business the wrong way. Great then, advice. You know, yes. Yeah. Great advice. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, going back over to the other side of it, which I just went blank on Mary Susan, what did I say? Um, this, we is were, what with an, this is what happens with an <laughs> entrepreneur. We get all these ideas in our mind. No, I, I think you're totally on the right track. You're telling people to really research and think it through. Yeah. Understand that it's not always super sexy, right? Yeah. Some people oh, think that, hey, if I'm going to be my own boss, this is going to be great. Well, the truth is, you know, it's not super sexy all the time. I mean, I'm married to an entrepreneur. I'm mm -hmm. an entrepreneur in some mm -hmm. uh, capacity. And, and you know, with, with creating and, and putting content out there, I mean, you're always having to rethink everything and retool everything all the time. So you kind of have to thrive off yes. of uncertainty. Would you agree with that? Yes. And that's where ties in. I just remember getting into getting a mentor or getting into a group of people, like-minded business people that you can talk with that share. Cause you just hit the, you hit the nail on the head there. You are a solo person, unless you're a partnership, which I don't do partnerships. Um, you have nobody there to say, good job, Jen. Let me pat you on the back, Jen. That's a, Oh, Jen, that's a horrible idea. Um, I have a mentor who I check in at least every six weeks with. And the one piece of advice that he gave me many, many, many years ago was keep your lows high and keep your highs low. Run Love the that advice. That's yes, amazing run. advice. You're going to have freaking fantastic days and you're going to have really crappy days. And mm -hmm. that's just that you've got to make sure to put your big girl pants on or big boy pants on and get back up again because that alarm's going to go off at 6 a.m. and nobody else is going to pay those bills. Absolutely. And I think that's great advice. And two things you said, I think are super amazing. My, my life mentor, huge into mentorship. I don't know what I would do without having certain people that you surround yourself with that really kind of will be straight up with you. Cause you know, who, right. somebody who's going to, who needs somebody who's going to tell them what they want to hear. That's not how you make progress. Right. Right. I don't need fluff. I do not need yeah. fluff. So <laughs> you got to have somebody who has experience, who's wiser, who's lived it, who, and all those things and take their Take their advice and really, um, you know, try to apply it if you can, but at least take it into consideration. Um, but my mentor once said to me, which has resonated with me big time, and I passed it on to my my kids, is there are little W's for worry and there are big W's for worry. Okay. So mm. categorize which W you're dealing with, right? Because if everything's a big W, you're going to burn out. Yeah. So, um, but I love, you know, how you, how you position that. So you have... Find yourself a mentor. So here's a, if somebody's like, 
okay, how do I find a mentor? I'm just curious, where, where did you find yours? And did you specifically ask, hey, do you mind if I consider you a mentor? Um, and, you know, this is so interesting, not to completely go off topic, but I just recently had somebody ask me if I would mentor them or they oh. thought of me in that capacity. And I was like, you know what? That is the coolest thing that you have. I don't even know awesome. if I specifically asked my mentor, but I love the next generation, the courage they show because they know how imperative it is. Did you ask your mentor to be officially your mentor? Yeah. And it's actually a male. I went with a male. Um, I have a very dominating personality. I'm a type A OCD. So I knew if I female, I, it, I would potentially get fluff, so to speak. So I right. knew with my personality, I needed to go with a male and I did. And this male happened to be a business owner. He's now retired, been in the community forever. Um, but I, I went to the place of establishment where his business was and just watched and listened. And I think he thought I was stalking him. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> might have been, I right. don't know. But, but you know, it just, it, I just started asking questions and I'm like, okay, can we, it was kind of more of a, Hey, do you mind like every six weeks or four weeks if I pop in here or can I email you? And it was, it was a nonchalant type of ask, but right, your right. Point, the next generation coming around is much more aggressive with that in asking and seeking out. And there are now, now coaches that have gone through certification. So if you want to go that way, you can just, you know, just, just make sure you do your homework on who you're asking for a business coach mm -hmm. and whatnot. There are business owners that you could, you know, approach. I mean, there's a, there's so many different groups online that you can approach. Just again, I just caution with make sure it's a fit for you. Um, listen before you share a lot of information. Um, that's what I do. At least I'm not going to come in there barreling and showing all and you know, cause that's just, you don't want to, you don't want to share everything with everybody because you don't know who's sitting in the room. So, you know, sit back and, you know, make note of things, but I definitely feel that having a mentor of some or a business coach of some form or some fashion, whether it's a regular meeting or you reach out via email or phone call, hey, I'm struggling today. Can you help pick me up here? I've got this idea. I can't figure this out. Really does help build your confidence and get you moved to that next goal. I agree. And I think it kind of uh, removes the roadblocks. Like if you're in your own head and you're constantly oh. like cycling, cycling, like, why can't I figure this out? I can't get out yes. of this like issue that, you know, they have a different perspective and they'll help you yes. talk it out. Oddly enough, I mean, big shocker, you're in type A personality. I'm a type A personality and my mentor is also a male. Never thought about that before. Just, <laughs> just so you know that. I mean, but the same type of thing, um, but, you know, when I was asked recently if I would consider being this mentor to this younger person, I got to tell you, it made me step up my game. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, I am honored. I am humbled. I am flattered. But now it's helping me sharpen my saw. Yeah. And I am reading things I normally maybe would have put um, desk to look at much later. And it, so I think it works both ways. I actually think it's an incredible opportunity for both sides. And I love that you brought it up as a key to one of your best pieces of advice and success. I don't know if there's anything else that is, is a critical, as critical um, than having that, that person or persons when you're an entrepreneur. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So going with the, with the mentor, I'm just curious what is the best advice you've ever received, whether it's from your mentor or another business owner or what's, what's something that you carry with you that's really been um, important as far as receiving advice? 
Yeah. Again, I'll go back to my personality. Sometimes I run really fast with scissors over here. And when something, and I'm a, I'm a control freak. So I live by a calendar. I, I, I can be flexible ish. <laughs> you said that sounded like a question that did not sound like a statement. Okay. But you know, when someone throws a wrench in my way in my day and I'm like, Hmm, and I stop and say, am I going to go ahead and work through this? Or am I just going to let this ruin my day? So you right. always have options that you can either move forward, get really PO'd about crap with, or, you know, you go, you know what? I got to set this aside. I'll unpack that later. I can't deal with this right now because I need to focus on what I'm doing. Right. Prioritize. I, yeah, that's great. It's totally yeah. right. It, and, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, nothing probably goes as planned very often. Oh, sometimes it does. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. But great advice. I love that. Okay. So do you have a favorite motto or saying or quote or something that you pass on to your son um, that's, you know, just related to to not only just being an entrepreneur and, and somebody um, who's so well regarded within the community, but maybe how you live your life? Is, is there something that resonates with you? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say a curse word here, but really, I teach my son and myself and our family not to be assholes. Be good good humans. Be good humans. Yes, be good humans. Yes. I mean, as long as you're a good human, you can conquer the world. You truly can. Right. Don't don't be that person that's out there causing all the chaos. Just get through it. There's people that are out there, ask for help. I mean, at the bottom of the, at the end of the day, my epitaph, I wanted to say that I was a good person, you know, and, yes. and be remembered as that versus all the crap I've accomplished, which is, which is great. And I, I, I'm proud of myself, but I want people to know that I was caring and I was human and I was there for them. That's the qualities that I look for in people that, that I motivate towards. Well, you know, that's interesting because I probably is why I was drawn to you many years ago because of that energy. And I, I don't think that people, I think it's an unspoken rule that when you Uh, live your life to try to be a good human, which is at the top of my mind too. At the end of the day, you just, you know, I want to ease somebody's burden. How can Mm -hmm. I help? I want to be somebody who helped versus made their life more difficult or, or stress them out. Right. So, um, you know, but I I was, I, I was sharing this with one of my kids the other day, you know, there is an unspoken network of us, those of us who try to live their life in that mantra that, we do help each other. When you find people like like this who try to live their life like this, there's an unspoken rule that yes. of course I will help you. That of yes. course I will go the extra mile. Of mm-hmm. course that I will make that phone call for you. Um, and have you found that to be true? Oh, absolutely. So I outsource my social media to one of those people. My attorney is definitely one of those people. I mean, sometimes he charges me sometimes, you know what I'm saying? He's just, he's like, of course I'll do that for you type of thing. Yes, like, oh, yes. wait a minute. And, and sometimes Mary Susan, don't you get kind of taken back? Like, well, uh, okay, but I need to pay. And they're like, no, no, no. I'm just going to do it for you. It, it's what we do. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I appreciate that. And then what can I do for you is always my next question. How can I help you? What you just That's how it works. It's the boomerang mm-hmm. effect. What comes yep. around goes around. And I do stand by karma's a bitch. So if you're going Absolutely. to be not a good human, it's going to find you, right? Absolutely. Uh, and it's going to come back. And so I always feel like whatever good energy you're putting out there to help another human, it, it's not necessarily going to be from that, that particular person that might help you back, but it finds its way around. And we'll come back in another source, right? Absolutely. 
I love that. Okay, so we're we're wrapping up this podcast. You've been so generous with your time and expertise, um, and just great. I'd love to have you on again if you'll come back. We could do part two if you would consider that because you're just amazing and you have such good energy and such great advice. But you know, coming out of of um, this pandemic, headed into the summer of 2021, you know, I what are your words of hope for people uh, as we're heading into uh, heading into summer and and where we are with COVID and coming through all of it? I really think we're all getting ready to breathe a uh, a breath of fresh air. I really do, um, and I mean that. However, you want to take that proverbially, take the mask off, leave the mask on. I don't know, but people are outside more, people are interacting more. They're able literally to stand outside, take, open up their lungs and just breathe and go, okay, we made it, it's good. Now let's keep moving forward. You find that I'm laughing more at stuff that's not even really that funny, that prior yeah. to COVID, I wouldn't have thought it's funny at all. And now I find that just the normal mundane, I'll give you an example, okay? Yesterday I was walking into Kroger to get something before I had a meeting and I had on a long like maxi dress, okay? Yeah. This woman pulls up to me in the parking lot and she says, ma'am, um, your dress is tucked into your underpants. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, it sure as hell is. It is tucked in my underpants. And I thought it was hilarious. Thank God somebody stopped me before I walked all the way into Kroger and I'm on a camera. Now, pre-COVID, I probably would have been mortified, embarrassed, like, oh my God, like why I'm such an idiot. Like, why did I? Not oh. And I just thought it was a hoot. Like, I was like, that oh, is yeah. absolutely hilarious. So not taking yourself so seriously has been one of those things um, oh coming out of gosh. COVID for me. I, I really don't care anymore. Like, I'm just, this is me and I'm going to just laugh about it. Right. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And and that's the part about it. Cause I've interacted with humans before, during, and now coming out of this and they just, they're just, they crack me up. They're absolutely fun. I mean, th that's what it's about. You can never take yourself too seriously. Cause when you do, whoo. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That doesn't you gotta, work you just well. gotta laugh about it. That's Vino right. Mobile Wine Bar. Vino Mobile Wine Bar. An amazing concept by Jen Campmeyer Aaron. Amazing. The first independent wine truck in America. You have to check it out. Um, how do we find you, Jen? How can people connect with you? Tell me about social media, your website. You're going to want to reserve this and get on her calendar, and you're going to want to have some, uh, some of this fun. So, how, how do they connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Everything is our name. So all social media, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Vino Mobile Bar. Our website, VinoMobileBar.com. I will share, we would love inquiries. There's a contact form on the website. Fill it out. It comes directly to me. And then I'm old school, Mary Susan. I actually pick up the phone and call people and talk to them. How oh, wow. I love that? that. How I fun love is it. that? I love it. <laughs> love it. So call Jen. She'll pick up, okay? I call will. Them. I will. I will talk to you. Uh, yeah, walk all, all your questions, but get your friends, get your neighbors, get your family together, come up with a date, get on Jen's calendar, um, or go see her. Tell us about this May event you have coming up. So we have a sip and shop event that's going to be one week from yesterday. So Cinco de Mayo, um, and it's up at Play Terrace, and we have 77 local business owners, Mary Susan. I'm so excited. Literally local business that's owners. That's incredible. I know. And, you know, you referencing back to the baby toddler show, again, these are local people that have been shut up in their homes, haven't been able to do anything for years. So let me tell you what, they are ready to rip roar and, and get out there and sell their stuff. But the, the beauty of this, it's right before Mother's Day. 
So, or that caretaker in your life or that motherly figure in your life, just get out there, get some shopping done. Everything from home goods, jewelry, makeup, food, um, clothing. We have 22 boutiques. I mean, it's just, it's going to be awesome. We have live music. Um, it's it's going to be so much fun. Chocolate's going to be is- there. Yeah. That's so much fun. So go to, uh, so you're going to find that um, information on your Instagram, right? Like the, the actual You're also on the, the website time. too. Correct. Yep. It's okay. at Clay Terrace. If you find Party City, we have rented the two buildings on both sides of Party City. And then we have a huge tent out back in the parking lot. So it is, it is a full two and a half hour event from six to eight 30 complimentary mission. I never charge my guests. I want them to come and spend the money on the boutiques and businesses there. Well, I've never been to an event of yours that's not first class and it's not totally amazing. You are an event planner extraordinary detail is is covered and you're gonna want to go to this event. I think it's great um, idea to support local businesses. There's never been a time. I don't know. That might be a stretch. I don't know about never. Okay, but here's the thing. It's an important time right now to support local businesses. Yes. So go out, shop for your mom, your sister, your aunt. People maybe you've never even thought about shopping for. Go yep. out and buy them a little something um, to say, you know what? I'm thinking about you. I love you. You're amazing. And then, you know, you get to have some wine. You get to have some fun. You get to support local businesses, which is so important. Support your local businesses and entrepreneurs. So good stuff, Jen. You are amazing. You never cease to not inspire me and amaze me. I'm so grateful you for your time and talent and insight. Uh, And thank you for those who listen to the Mommy Magic Podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please follow me on Instagram at at Mary Susan Buner, or you can find Mommy Magic on Facebook. But until next time, be bold, be brave, and inspire others. And Jen, thank you. Thank you. Oh, goodness. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye.